You're looking at the room now, yeah? Yep. So you don't have to listen to it. It says off air. Hang on a sec. It should be broadcasting in a sec. Should be anyway. I'll refresh. Live broadcast started just now. Yay! Now. Yay! Ah, loop. Ah, loop. <laughs> ah, loop. Oh, that's spooky. Ah, loop. Oh, that's spooky. We can make a song out of this, can we? We can make a song out of this, can we? Yeah. We can make a song out of this, can we? Yeah. We can make a song out of this, can we? Yeah. That's brilliant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of An Apotheosis of a Bombast, coming to you from a special double secret, special, special, oh, the crowd's coming in location, and uh, we'll reveal that in just a moment. But uh, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Scott Copperman, and with me also, as always, is Mr. Elton McManus. Howdy doody. So here we are in our double secret special location, trying something new. We'll have to see how it goes. But should we say where we are? Should we share it with the masses? Yeah, go and go for it. I'm a bit, bit apprehensive of it, but... Won't, yeah, it won't really matter by the time the show comes out, because we won't be there anymore. No, up yours. You won't find <laughs> us. But we're in the Ustream, I guess Ustream chat room right now, trying our first live show. It's not our first attempt at it, but it's our first successful attempt. <laughs> so it's here rocking and rolling. I can't believe it's actually working, even though we promised not to say anything about it. <laughs> That's all right. We're like kids on Christmas. I'll wait, I'll wait, I want to open it, I want to open it, I want to open it. So here we are, in the Ustream room. We may be back, we may not. Uh, and the plan today is to bring you a, a somewhat normal, normal? Normally. A typical show. <laughs> a typical show uh, with our possible special guests. And what we're looking for from our guests as they enter the chat room and possibly call in is to share some predictions for 2010. And also, the scariest thing they've seen. Uh, we'll record the predictions and obviously revisit it toward the end of the year. But as far as the scariest thing you've seen, we're looking for a, a best of show. You know, it'll be uh, you know, once we have one entry, we'll be looking for someone to one up it and work its way through. So I have to say, before we get into anything, I'm, I'm pleased by the fact that we actually have people coming to visit. I feel popular. I really? Feel like, yeah, I know. People actually want to come and hear us. Our first, our first guest in the Ustream, at least in the chat room, is uh, Simon Oxley. Oh, big up yourself, <laughs> top man. So, and I know no one really wants to hear us going. Uh, check, check. Is this working? Can you hear me? But uh, just so the people in the chat room know, uh, you're on a little bit of a delay from us. So we will say things. And there'll be a two or three second chance for you to respond before we get a chance to acknowledge you. So it'll be like a loop of sorts. Yeah, we're I think they're up. used to that sort of stuff as well, aren't they? Yeah. Well, we weren't. 
you all missed it. You all missed about eight minutes of Elton and I going, it's a loop, it's a loop, it's a loop, it's a loop. I it hear sounded that. good. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard um, the Beatles, Revolution number nine? Number nine? Number yep. nine? It was totally like that. It reminded me of those bands where everyone in, like an acapella group, but everyone makes like a different sound and individually it's you know, someone just going pop, pop, pop. Someone else is kind of rubbing on a washboard and you put it all together it makes beautiful music. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Can Good I just be the first person to make a podcast in history? Sure. I'm actually going to eat a piece of Christmas cake while we're doing this. I don't think anyone's ever done this, have they? I have a feeling people have. What uh, the people listening now and the people in the chat room don't know is that in the episode that is uploaded but not yet released, it'll be released in about uh, an hour, episode 38, you also ate um, chocolate coins. Oh, yeah, I finished off the chocolate coins from last time, yeah. And they're white, white chocolate. Yeah, do you not get them? No, ours are chocolate, cheap chocolate. Oh, but cheap chocolate at Christmas is the best, though. You can't have the fancy, fancy posh stuff at Christmas. Sometimes, sometimes though, the like around Easter and Christmas and stuff, you get get bad chocolate. It, it can just shut you down. Is that the stuff that turns white after a No, I'm just while? thinking of the the stuff that just doesn't taste like you expect it to. Yeah. Like for me, it was always uh, I had one grandmother who brought like all the stuff you wanted at the holiday and then I had another grandmother that I think she was probably going somewhere special it was like, or it was like homemade stuff but it just didn't taste right it was like ew I want milk to wash this down or something <laughs> and then you know would you like some more no <gasps> really you can have as much as you want no no <laughs> and my aunt I, my aunt and uncle well not my uncle my uncle was I don't want to say he was cool and she wasn't but he would acknowledge that this was all her influence and how bizarre it was for our family. Yeah. We're a family of eaters and sweet tooth kind of people. And my aunt wanted her children and my uncle to eat carob. Uh, yeah, carob. C-A-R-O-B. Which What's is, that? I guess, uh, tastes awful. It's like fake chocolate. I think it's organic chocolate. Mm-hmm. Come on, chat room. Help me out. Give me carob. What is carob? I have no idea. But whatever, I just remember, you know, I, I'll say her name. Well, I'm not going to say names because who knows who's listening. But my aunt w- would sit there and we were like, my brother and I were nine and six or, or ten and seven. And she'd be like, would you like some candy? I was like, oh, candy. No, no, no. It's like, Ugh. it was bad. I've never had it. Uh, uh, Rick in the chat room, he's saying it's a chocolate substitute. Ah. Now, would it have more calories than chocolate? Is it just easier just to go straight for chocolate instead of the substitute, which is going to be packed full of absolute crap and possibly morphine and penicillin? <laughs> I'm not really sure what, uh, what, why you would have ca- chocolate. I see why you would have. I'm not sure why you would have carob. Hmm. I mean, someone says it's a chocolate substitute, and I guess it's uh, it's probably lacking some quality that. Either either some element like uh, a meat product or high fat or I don't know. Yeah. It's quite a nice uh, Christmas cake, I've got to admit. Although all the fruit has dropped down to the bottom, so it's more like a layer cake. We've got the the stuff on top and then you've got fruit at the very bottom, which doesn't look really good. 
Well, we, we have a bit of a crowd here starting to file in. So um, let's right. let people know what their options are to reach us. And, and this, while it won't apply if you're not listening to the live show, is certainly in the future, if you'd like to be a part of our show, if you'd like to possibly uh, uh, sync up with us later, um, you can reach out to us through Skype. And you know, if either Elton or I are online, you're certainly welcome to uh, send us a message. If we're busy, we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, my Skype ID is that other Scott, all one word. But I don't think that actually comes into play for this because Elton is the one hosting the call. Yeah, so, I'd, I'd imagine it'd be mine, wouldn't it? So that's just I think it's Ultimate Manus. Yes, it is. There are two. One of them says iPhone. One has a, a graphic logo of a spider. You want to call the one that's says Elton McManus, the spider. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man. So if you give uh, Elton a call on Skype um, while you're in the chat room or, or if you're here for the live show now, uh, we'll be happy to patch you in. Just be aware that you will be a few seconds ahead of the, the broadcast audio, so you'll want to mute the sound. And I may cock up and cut you off and yes. swear a wee bit. It'll all be your fault. It is. Um, Should we give him something to phone in about? Yes. Well, again, we're looking for, for predictions for 2010 or 2010. Um, specifically, we're going to ask you for a sports prediction, any sport you'd like, a, a celebrity death, which we realize that's maybe a bit much, but... Probably won't get any other out there. <laughs> Take a chance. They all died last year anyway, didn't they? Yeah. And then one or two predictions of your own, of whatever you like, silly, serious, whatever. And as I mentioned before, we're looking to keep kind of a running count of who's had the scariest scariest experience or the scariest thing they've ever seen scariest thing you've ever seen are you talking in person or um like you saw a movie that like freaked you out no no actual physical event that happened it doesn't have to be like aliens landing and you actually saw an alien it doesn't have to be like that just something that scared the bejesus out of you Ah. so now when we first discussed this i was thinking um not trauma, but things that that affected you. But now I'm thinking that what could be really traumatic to one person isn't necessarily a scary experience. No, so I'll, I'll, I'll start us off and then someone can trump me. But when you first brought that up, my thought was um, in high school, working in a grocery store with a group of people I thought were my friends. <laughs> in, in the grocery store, they had, you know, all the stuff comes in boxes, cardboard boxes, and goes in the box compactor which moves at a rate of maybe two centimeters per hour as it slowly compresses and then the piston releases and it goes back. And it doesn't compress the whole room like in uh, Star Wars. It's like the bottom two feet of a shaft just slowly compress, comes back, and then a box of cardboard drops down. Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is uh, occasionally the cardboard is wedged and the high school freshman... (laughs) <laughs> is sent in by his upperclassmen, quote unquote, friends to go in and jump on the cardboard to knock it down. So, high school freshman Scott goes in, you know, oh yeah, just hang on to that there, give it a good kick. No, give it, give it a harder kick. So, jumping and jumping, the cardboard drops like the two feet, which gets your heart going a little bit. And then the door to the compactor is closed and the latch is put. And, uh, 
you become a claustrophobic for the rest of your life <laughs> as you know Bill Hutfeld pushes the button and all you could think of is Star Wars and how you don't have a lightsaber and what's living underneath and uh, now you don't have a big metal rod to wedge in no. between the two walls <laughs> no I had a piece of cardboard that was compressing but oh it was awful it was um, so how flat could have you gone then I literally I could have been standing at the bottom and as the snail of a two-foot wall came toward me, I could have taken a step up, <laughs> ridden it to the end, ridden it back, and stepped down. I was in no danger at all. But uh, I, all I could think of was they'll never find me. The store closes in three hours. Uh, you know, my boss is going to be here at eight in the morning. And how am I going to explain this? And you know, do I do I scream and get totally destroyed by my friends and I'm calling for help, or do I just? Quietly sit in the corner and shiver, and that's <laughs> I cowered. You chickened uh, out. I chicken. Well, you could say I, I t- held it in. I was tough, but I was pissed and I was hurt. Sometimes you're thrown into a, a situation where you just panic like mad, don't you? And if you just sat there for two seconds and realize what the situation was, then everything will be okay. But it it doesn't really work like that, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I get that real uh, flush kind of like. Have you ever not so much blackout, but like white? I think of it as like whiting out. Like sometimes I give blood, and uh, for like a blood test, and I'll just <laughs> so everything goes white, and I'm I'm out, uh, and I just get real warm in, in the neck and in the face and stuff, and I get that kind of feeling. So if I was at an amusement park. And you know the line is packed real tight, and I can't control where I am. I can't get in the line like that anymore. I just yeah. I get that feeling all over, and it's all, I'll name names: Mike Keenan, Tim Hand, Bill Hutfeld, the kid we called Oi. I think we talked about in a different with the Energizer battery shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> commercial. It's your fault. It's <laughs> when I'm in therapy, I'm coming for you. So there, if you got a scarier experience than that. Definitely share it because that's not really very scary for most people. <laughs> yeah, I've got one, but I'll, I think I'll save it until we come off. Well, until the very end, I suppose. It's not the most scariest thing, but at the time, crying out loud, it scared the bejesus out of me. Right now, oh sorry, we looks like we have a couple of people uh, reaching out to us through Skype, but I, I assume they're they're calling you guys. So are they? Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, we'll wait and see. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, um, as far as being scared, you got, you know, I was kind of a wuss in high school. Now I think about it and share these stories, but I can remember being at a party. I lived in in uh, Connecticut, in the woods. You know, like my town had no street lights, so and everyone had uh, two acres or more of land. So it was like a house, and then woods, and then the next house. And you're not going to see lights really at all. Mm. Um, and we were in high school and there was a party in the woods. So you'd park your car and you'd have to hike. It was on like the reservoir somewhere. And, uh, I, I can remember going with my friend Joe and being like, it's so glad of the friendship I had with him that I could tell him I was like literally terrified. Like I, I wanted to go back to the car. I was afraid to keep going into the woods and, uh, so man, that was a, a scary moment, but it's again, not really. See, I, I had a scary moment when I was um, a little kid, around about 14, climbing a tree. And 
I got stuck up the tree. My le- the tree went up and into a V type shape, like a, the classic uh, catapult sort of shape. Mm-hmm. And I was climbing down it, and my knee actually got stuck in between the two. And I had one of them sheer panics where I just shook the tree. Oh, I can't get down and started panicking. And the fire brigade were called and they lifted me to safety out of the tree. <laughs> All it needed was me to actually move myself up an inch and then I would have been free. But I was just panicking so much. I think I was up that tree for oh, best part of half hour, I think. And I, I had kids around me. I had mums and dads around me going, oh, He's actually stuck up a tree, which is bizarre. So, so you think we're both talking about more of like a, almost like an abandonment or like I'm a call at the moment. Should we answer it? Okay, sure. Okay, hang on a minute. Oh, he's on hold. Is he there? I'm here. How are you? Scott, you still there? Oh, no. Hang on. Um, okay. I can't hear Scott. I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me. I'm... Let me just add it into a conference, I suppose. <laughs> These are the ones of technology. No, it'll be yeah. all right. Hang on a sec. I'm okay. I'm Skype savvy. Should all be okay. good. Try that. Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi, I can hear you both now. Oh good. See, I'm <laughs> How good. <you> doing? <laughs> Hi. I'm thrilled that you guys are doing a live show. I'm yeah, scared. <laughs> you can't undo it that's the the big thing once we got up it's out there now i i know the terror <laughs> this is really weird having a person who has more experience in live callings actually calling us in and us just being like the babies and not knowing what we're doing it's really bizarre <laughs> well I, I i i wouldn't say i've got a lot more i've only done i think three live shows myself so don't don't be too uh <laughs> too hasty with that yeah. So how are you doing anyway? Oh, I'm great. We're pulling into a three-day weekend here in the States because somebody put a bullet in my, uh, Martin Luther King's head uh, 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So, Right, and we don't live in Arizona. So did, did they still not recognize uh, uh, Martin Luther King I, Day? I don't know. I mean, I remember, you really have to be a racist shit to, to, not, to, to give up a day off. <laughs> yeah, but I remember there was a time. that I, I don't know if it was the whole state or just uh, Phoenix, but there was – they didn't acknowledge it, but this is also a, a state which refuses to f- go with the flow on the uh, daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which uh, that I agree with them on, but uh, the other no, not so much. Yeah. So uh, for those who, who don't know who we're talking to, we should you know, let them know. We're talking <laughs> to uh, Admiral Marius, one of the hosts of Starbase 66, or Rick. How do you prefer to be referred to? Uh, when you... Rick. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rick. Actually, b- believe it or not, the Admiral thing kind of makes me a little uncomfortable. All right. It, it was, a, it was a, a, a screen name of convenience mm-hmm. when, I, when I signed on to, to Simply Syndicate it because I tried to go with Marius and that name had already been taken, although to my knowledge, nobody uses it. Uh, and I had just taken one of those online, what rank are you in Starfleet? quizzes and it came up admiral so i put in admiral marius and it went through and it's just kind of stuck with me but uh rick is good. that's because you had about <laughs> six thousand posts before they wiped the board so people <laughs> yeah. saw it everywhere yeah and that just gets drills in the head drill in the head it says a lot though and i've been going through that with my kids as they're getting oop, that's a mistake on my part pardon me <laughs> um as i go through things with uh, my kids about 
you know, setting up online accounts and all. Like, you know, I know uh, Godzilla Fan 32 sounds great, but how about we pick something that you might actually want to keep and yeah. not be ashamed yeah. of later on? Yeah, but, isn't well, it like your your first emails as well? I, I think my first ever email was uh, Sugar Spun Sister because it was one of my favorite songs by Stone Roses, <laughs> and I can't imagine using that now. Well, yeah, my my very first email address uh, that I used was the name. I when I was a uh, uh, much younger, I used to write stories about dragons, and I had this dragon whose name was like fifteen syllables long. And I had made up the the word, and so it was like the perfect screen name because it nobody else had it. But it's also not something you can pronounce. So, is that After like um, uh, in the uh, Harry Potter books? Didn't they everyone have a problem uh, saying Hermione? I've heard people say that. I don't quite understand it. It's a pretty straightforward name to me. But <laughs> th- there are members of my country that. Um, I'm embarrassed to say would find your accent, Elton, quite incomprehensible. Really? Yeah, and you you do not have a thick. I mean, you you have a definite accent, but you're certainly not hard to understand. But I know people that the slightest British accent, and they I can't understand a word you're saying. It really baffles me. Yeah, do you yeah, get a lot of subtitles? Sorry, do you get a lot of subtitles uh, on British TV shows? Because I've seen uh, American clips of uh, rock stars and. Uh, English rock stars with subtitles underneath because you just can't understand like the Liverpudlian accent or the Mancunian accent. Um, not that I've seen. So the only time I've ever seen it was, and forgive me, I, I, I don't know, can't remember the name of the movie where Brad Pitt played a gypsy. I know what you mean. Uh, is it Snatch? Um, yeah. I, 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 I hate I think- to use, I know the word pikey isn't, isn't <laughs> politically correct, but that was... Every time he was talking, they'd put subtitles under him. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know the movie you're talking about, though. That's – I remember – and that was hard to understand. Were you able to follow it without it? No, no. no. <laughs> I found now, it hard I... to follow as well. Oh, okay. Oh, do you want to buy a dog? <laughs> do you want to buy a dog? <laughs> now, I had a girlfriend uh, from over there. She lived in um, Dartford. Yeah, and, I know well. And her parents are Scottish. And so – when we were going out, I uh, I would every now and then I'd be just like, screw it, um, hon, you got to tell me what you just said because I have no idea. <laughs> um, and her folks are are really sweet, wonderful people, but I I was getting about every third sentence out of what they were saying. But uh, uh, you know, some accents, yes, yeah, some accents, no. But I haven't really seen a whole lot of subtitling going on for for English movies. Mm. There's a, uh, a cooking show that I guess it just ended its season here called Chef Academy. And it's uh, J.C. Novelli, who's a French chef. Um, he d- basically takes, I think he took nine, nine or ten Americans, just kind of randomly. And it wasn't so much a competition, but it was, it was a cooking school and three strikes and you're out. And, and the show itself didn't really teach you so much how to cook the way some of the other uh, shows are. It was on Bravo, not Food Network or anything. But anyway, his, his accent was very tough to follow. Uh, and they had subtitles through it quite a bit and even the people who were the contestants or students on the show were saying like he gets so excited about the food and he talks so fast and we just can't can't understand <laughs> like two-thirds of things he says and uh i i don't know it's, i'm i think i'm pretty good at being able to follow things but it definitely helps to know what someone's talking about and then you can kind of pick and choose yeah yeah 
Oh, and as you get used to people, it, it, it helps too. Yeah. Yeah. I have trouble with this, the Scottish accent and sometimes uh, the very strong Irish accent as well. I just can't understand it. And I sound like an idiot sometimes. Just, what? And sometimes you actually answer uh, what they've said, but you don't understand what they've actually said. And you, yeah. And they look at you going, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you would do that to puppies. Uh, uh, no, no, I really wouldn't. And it, it can get you into trouble as well. I, I've had it before. I've I've said jokes. Everyone said a joke and someone's misheard it or not heard it. And they laugh. Ha, 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 ha. And then you look at them funny and they're like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> and it, it crops up in every single situation with me sometimes. Well, you all have so many accents in such a tiny geographical area. It's got to be... In, in you know difficult for you um it can be i've been up to middlesbrough recently and all, all they ever want to say is uh divnina and that's apparently uh, i don't know man and I, <laughs> that's only what four hours away from where i live it's just uh the, the southern half i suppose i've got more of a a southern accent, I suppose. I don't, I don't know if I've got an accent. Have I got an accent? I don't know. Yes, you do. You have yeah. an accent. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, to you guys. I yeah. don't have an accent, but you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, Elton. Like here in the States, there's, there's a movement that gets louder and quieter at different times about, you know, this, this is America. Everyone should speak English uh, or American. But, you know, people get upset when, uh, signs are in Spanish or signs are in Chinese. They want everything to be in American. Everyone should have to learn the national language is, is what is said. Is mm-hmm. there that same kind of sense where you are that like, you know, yeah, there's someone from France and, and I would think someone from France coming to, to England, that's, that's a pretty common thing. Like for me, just going to Florida. Yeah. But is, is there an expectation? Hey, you're here. You speak our language. We're not going to indulge you. Well, if you come off the boat, uh, from France to England, all the road signs are in three or four different languages. I think they're in Spanish, German, French. You know, I, I haven't been that way for a long, long time, so don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that they are in three or four languages. Now, you also get this, this situation on the council states where, we, where I used to work. They try their hardest, they bend over backwards to put as many languages down in pamphlets and leaflets and signs just to incorporate everyone into the society. And I haven't got a problem with that at all. I, I think, you know, everyone's allowed in everywhere, really, aren't they? But some people do have a problem with that as well. That's not a carryover from the wars of, of the 20th century. You know, as the Germans occupied this territory, everything went up in German. And then I, as- I don't know. I, I don't know. This is getting quite deep, isn't it? <laughs> it I is. Feel, feel it like is. I'm on a well. Let's a, ask Rick then and make some predictions station. and what his scariest experience was. Okay, uh, predictions. Oh, I, I had. Um, uh, I think that uh, sometime in mid March, Simon Cowell will be found dead, strangled with his own intestines, oh my uh, and that will be made a worldwide holiday. <laughs> um, and. Contrary to the other predictions I've heard, I think that Amy Winehouse is going to kick the drugs. She's going to start her own line of exercise equipment and a diet that will be the most popular diet ever on the planet, and she will become the healthiest person in the world. 
bloody hell. <laughs> You're just going for it all. Well, you know, if if you're gonna go, go big. That's what I've always heard. So. so Amy Winehouse becomes the new Oprah, and uh, <laughs> Simon Cowell is the martyr for the 21st century. Wait, yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. Um, and as far as the, the yeah, uh, <laughs> the scariest thing I ever saw, and Elton, I think you can relate to this. Um, this was back when I was in my early 20s. My friend Jeff and I were on our way to the arcade. And at, kids, ask your folks what an arcade is. Um, I had a little bitty Subaru. It was my first car. This thing, you could probably pick it up and put it over your shoulder if you had to. And we're driving down. Now, the wildlife in Florida is all spiky and hairy and prehistoric because even the plants down here will kill you if you're not careful. Okay. Um, and so we're driving along, and I'm on a I'm on a th- uh, it's a six lane road with a with a median, and I don't know why, but I happen to glance up to my left, which I guess would be the equivalent of your right, Elton, mm-hmm. uh, and saw right next to my head a spider about the size of the one you've got on your picture here on Skype. Oh, and it was just sitting there minding its own business. It was a wood spider, a wolf spider, I think they call them. That totally harmless, uh, but you know, about six and a half feet across. And this car was a standard transmission, no power, anything. And I was trying to find a, a, a way to drive the thing while sitting on my passenger's lap. Uh, six and a half foot across. At, at least. Uh, with And it was growling. That's bigger than me. <laughs> Actually, it was probably only about three inches across, but it was still a big <laughs> spider. Um, and we... Fortunately, managed to get off uh, into a parking lot safely, and <laughs> I had a stick in the back of the car because uh, you may know I, I'm into medieval reenactment, mm-hmm. and back then I was really into it. And I had a, a, a sword, one of the swords we use, which is a rattan pole uh, with a, with a handle, and <laughs> we jumped out of. I mean, here we are, two fairly grown men. We were in our, you know, both about eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh, running around beating at this spider with this stick probably squealing um were you shouting medieval words no no it was uh, well i don't know they were certainly anglo-saxon words (laughs) (laughs) and to this day i don't know what happened to that spider we didn't kill it and i don't think it fell outside of the car but i i don't know if uh if anyone uh Anyone still has that car, uh, but if if it's crushed into a little cube somewhere, there's probably a spider inside oh. that car still. Now, were you missing it because it was scurrying around, or was it just because you were in a blind, panicky like? It, it was kind of. <laughs> it was a little bit of both. It was. It was in my you know in my mind it was like one of the face huggers from Alien. This thing was just coming at us. In its mind, it was like, "What the hell is going on?" and trying to get yeah. away from us. I, you know, in looking back on it now, I really feel sorry for the poor spider because it wasn't doing anything other than just hanging out. But, uh, yeah. Free ride. Mm-hmm. That's all. Now, years later, when I, li- I lived in North Carolina, and uh, I had this big Pontiac Phoenix, which was kind of the Pontiac version of the Nova, uh, if you're familiar with that, that particular car, just big muscle car. And uh, I had left my windows open one night and drove to work and really didn't, pay much attention to the back seat 
because I had parked my car, so I just had to pull straight out. I didn't have to back up. And at lunchtime, I get in the car and I turn around to back up, and there is a banana spider. And if you're familiar with these guys, um, they're they're beautiful spiders, but they they have like like a yellow and black abdomen, and literally they're about four or five inches long. If you you know with the legs. Okay. They get up to six inches long. Big, big spider. And she had put her web across the entire back seat of the car. And Bloody at God. this point, I was like, um, I didn't freak out, but I did drive across the street to the car wash that was there because I'm like, you know, this is just not something I can deal with. And went to the to the uh, the coin operated vacuum cleaners that they've got. I don't. Know, do y'all have? Yeah, places yeah. where you can go. Yeah, okay. So these things would, you know, they they would suck the pavement off the road if you let them. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually felt the spider go through the pipe uh. of vacuum cleaner. That's how big this thing was. Bloody hell! So we we get some big critters down here. Christ. They're harmless, yeah, but I didn't want to catch it. <laughs> it would fight me, <laughs> and I might have lost. <laughs> Did you have a fear it would start crawling out like? Through the suction, it's a, like in a movie. I didn't stick around to find out. <laughs> so figure, th- those are my two worst, uh, worst uh, other than like my seeing my grandmother naked one time, which was really horrible. But uh, okay, uh, <laughs> well, so, you know, I was I was a young kid. My brother and I were staying with my grandmother for the weekend, and she lived by herself, and she just forgot that there were other people in the house, and went from the shower, and it was. Uh, that image is still burned into my brain. <laughs> yeah, they tend to stick in your brain for a long, long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a good night. <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's, uh, I feel for you, both <laughs> spider and other. Well, before we uh, kick you off into okay. the ether, um, sure. can we have a sports uh, prediction for the, uh, for 2010? Sports prediction for 2010? Yeah, anything um, you want. Elton would really like World Cup if you want to. I know nothing about football. Um, Other than there's a Spanish guy that yells goal every time one happens. Oh, did you guys see the video that was was, uh, going around about when when the the dude got like totally natted? Um, There there was a a video. It was put on the the Simply Syndicated forums uh, of YouTube's You Should See where this uh, guy went went to kick the ball and missed and just got this other dude right between the legs. And uh, it was really cringeworthy. But what was amazing to me was that the guy who did the kicking dropped like he just kicked a block of asphalt. Okay. And uh, I've, I've heard about football players playing up the injuries, but that was just hilarious. <laughs> he, did, he was acting like he was hurt more than the dude whose testicles he had just crushed. Yeah. Yeah, they, anyway. they do tend to do that, diving around and acting like pansies. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a tradition more than anything else. Uh, sports predictions. I'm really not the best guy for this. Let's say, how about next year in 2010, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will go zero and 16, making it a perfect failed season because they actually managed to win a couple this year. Zero and 16. That means nothing to me, but it sounds bad or good (laughs) at the same time. I'm not too sure. Well, that is, they actually are the uh, team with the longest losing streak ever. So there's, yeah. They yeah. could be. They can redo it. Yeah, they've 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 sucked hard this year, but they I think they won two games. So yeah, I, they, I think they they're going to go for. Team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Well, thank you guys uh, for for taking my call, and I'll get out of the way and let in. some of the other folks call in. 
and uh, good right. luck with your first live show. It sounded great. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Who's going to be next? Yay! That was the first <laughs> one. Ah. What what the listeners don't know, we've actually got a bank of thirty six callers all lined up waiting to go on the air. Operators have been standing by, yes. getting all the information. While you, uh, well, while you, while we were on the phone, there have actually been a few things in the chat room here, a few predictions we should probably share. Go on in. Uh, of course. I'm trying I not to read it because I know I'll just wander off and be like, uh, uh, what were you saying? Well, uh, Simon Oxley had made a prediction that this year will be an, like an episode of the Power Rangers. Everything will be messed up, things will be destroyed, but by 2011 or 2011, Everything will be back, normal and forgotten. Okay. Sounds good. Well, that's cool not really much of a prediction though. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna call that prediction out <laughs> because in the end it's like nothing happened. It's like a reset towards it the is. end of the year. <laughs> so you can do misdemeanors all the way through the year and then it's all reset and forgotten by the I end think of it never happened. I don't know. That's actually uh the only prediction. When I say predictions, I really meant one. So what, what's your prediction for uh, the World Cup, England versus USA? That that tiny little game that I'm not really bothered about. Well, I could really throw a wrench into things and say I think England's going to win. Then, uh, then there'll just be no source of, of discussion. But I will go and I will say I think the United States will probably um, play well. And I, I'm I'm going to actually say... Not lose. I, I think a tie, because that's one of the great things about soccer, mm-hmm. that there's so many ties. Um, but I, I have a feeling that they will not lose. I also think that the game is far less meaningful to the United States than it is to England, other than for the fact that they want the points to advance out of the bracket. Yeah. I can't remember who else is in the group at the moment. I haven't got it in front of me. But um... yeah. but see, I, I, I would bet, and I'm not the right person to ask because I'm not as passionate about it. But if you found a passionate World Cup fan, World Cup United States team fan, yeah, they would be uh, England would not be the first team they named when they're sitting there and go, oh, we got to face this team and this team and this team and this team. Yeah, that's my guess. No, that's fair enough. So not not to douse water on it, but no, it's fine. I, I I'm actually... also setting it up so that when we lose, it's like oh well, we didn't really care anyway. Yeah, I, I was going to do the same thing. I actually think we, we might actually draw it, to be honest. That's what I think. That's why I said not lose. I think it's going to be a tie in there. I, I'm going to throw out uh, 2-2 for the, mm-hmm. the, the final score for that game. See, that's what makes this so exciting. That, yeah, 1-1, 2-2. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't really mean much. We all went no. home with a point. That's so it. did the game even happen? Yeah, everybody gets a point. Okay. Yeah, everyone's happy. We can all shake hands and go off and drink beer. <laughs> merrily without beating up coppers and killing other students walking past which normally happens but I, I will go out and I'll say I think both teams will advance out of that uh, first but it, there's uh, is there five in the opening bracket or four? Uh, what, how many groups are there? Oh, I can't remember well, I, know, like, I think it certain... goes to the last 16 they, they advance to the last 16, and then you hit the quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. Yeah, I could picture both getting out. Although, again, not knowing who else is in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll go on and limb, and I'll say both will get out. Awesome. This kids will be more fun for us. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything, does it? No. In six months' time, I never want to forget anyway. As far as celebrity death goes, I, 
I'm hardly psychic in any way, but it, Ed Asner just keeps coming into my head, and I, I don't know why. Who? Isn't uh, I look like an idiot, but that's the. Well, you might not. I'm not have a fr- there. I might not have a good frame of reference for you. Okay. you Mary Tyler Moore Show. You, God, I can't speak. That's good. Good for the live show. <laughs> the Mary Tyler Moore Show probably won't mean much to you. You didn't see Up, correct? No, I haven't seen that. I'm dull. You're just not cooperating very no. much, are you? What else has he been in? Um, did you see the movie Elf? I think I have, very briefly, but it's a elf, the human human who thinks he's an elf, and he goes back and Bob Newhart is yeah. uh, his mm. elf father. I I can't say it's on top of my list. I'm hardly moment. describing that movie in any way that really describes the plot. It's about a man but who he's... dresses up as an elf. <laughs> Don't you remember it? He uh, he's Santa Claus in that movie. All right, chat room, help me out. How else can I explain who Ed Asner is? I have no uh, idea. I reckon anyway. Miley Cyrus might go off the rails a little bit and do a Britney and crash a couple of cars into petrol stations. Well, are you as aware as as I, as the father of a uh, preteen daughter, that she's going to be done as Hannah Montana? This is the final season of Hannah Montana? No. So she's going to leave the Disney nest and go be a grown-up singer? Oh, is she? Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, so we've got all that to look forward to now. Yeah. I think I said on a previous show that I... I didn't realize she actually played the Hannah Montana person. It was just a wig that she put on. and That's Ta-da. why she wears the wig to fool people. See, I, I would have thought people would have seen through that. I know people didn't see through uh, Clark Kent's um, glasses. But, but I think they would have seen through a wig. Now, Clark Kent, though, didn't hang out with a group of people who also wore costumes. Miley right. Cyrus, or I forget what her name is. It's Miley, Miley something. She's not uh, Miley Cyrus on the actual TV show. But anyway, she has her best friend who hangs out with Hannah Montana wearing a wig. And the best friend's boyfriend hangs out with like a little goatee. Right. <laughs> and, and the dad is Hannah Montana's dad in, uh, in their fake life. So, oh, it's so bizarre. That's pushing it, I think. Okay. You might get by with the wig. I don't know if you can get by with have you ever peed in a swimming pool and it turned purple? <laughs> no. Is that a myth? Because I've been in many a, a swimming pool and people have said, no, don't pee in my swimming pool, it will turn purple. And I kind of held it in and walked to the toilet. <laughs> I would say that's a myth. I've typed in the chat room and had it turn purple. But that's oh, okay, just, I think, the way it works sometimes. I'm um, hearing in the chat room, it's a myth. So I can go pee in all the... Has anyone ever stood in front of a swimming pool just to check it? I, I've i never seen anyone walk out of a swimming pool and it be purple. A little trail behind them as they're swimming along, doing their little breaststrokes. <laughs> a little wake behind them. No. That's why purple. What would possibly turn it purple? Green? It, blue? It'd be the ammonia, yep. wouldn't it? Are you saying... Well, I don't know. Listen to us just talking about pee in a pool. <laughs> the crowd wanted to hear more about cake. They were talking about the band cake. They were talking about your Christmas cake, but that's all gone now. There's a band called Cake. There's a band called Cake. Brilliant. They have... Uh, I have their album here, or CD somewhere. You have their album? Mm-hmm. 
my god! Are you making fun of the album part? No, 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 no. No, no. What other food products could we get from music musicians? I know um, that song that we played at the start of one of our episodes, the World Cup song, that was actually called Vindaloo. Yes, I found that eventually after I put up the show notes. Yeah, (laughs) there's me helping you out once again. There you go. Well, it's in the show notes now. I've edited that in. And then I found there was the other song at the end. I can't remember what that's, uh, I, that's called. I can't remember that sort of stuff. Yes, Brad, VF, South Park. I do remember the episode about uh, peeing in a pool. So for those who haven't seen it, it's basically a takeoff on all the disaster films. You know how basically there's always that, that crazed scientist that no one will listen to anymore. And he says, don't you understand? We're right at the threshold. One more you know, one more uh, foot of digging in this well, or you know, if we don't shut down the generators, it's going to overload. And and in this case, it's you know, the pee levels in the pool are too high, and then <laughs> all it takes is one more person peeing in the pool, and everything will go wrong. And then the water park, uh, <laughs> it goes goes not it's disaster mode, 2012. <laughs> and the classic part of that episode is, <laughs> um. They're talking about the the scientists outside the water park are trying to, to contain the the effects of the pee, and they speculate that survivors of the disaster will be uh, crazed. And the reason that they think they're crazed is because when they test on monkeys, the effect of pee, the monkeys get upset. And, okay. And they test it by basically like peeing on a monkey's face, and then the monkey gets goes bizarre and they're like oh my god the people inside are probably the same way <laughs> i'm not being funny if you peed on a monkey's face i'd be disappointed if you didn't get slightly upset that's that's what kyle says kyle and stan but nobody listens to them <laughs> anyway i haven't seen that for ages <sighs> it's kind of fallen out of favor you know it's i hear <laughs> brad says some monkeys love it but it's funny like the Simpsons and Family Guy in South Park the Simpsons for a brief while many years ago now I guess it was not cool to like the Simpsons anymore but now on other podcasts like some of the the Hollywoody podcasts I listen to and and other people I talk to about shows like that like Simpsons are okay to like Family Guy I hear a lot of bashing of Family Guy and South Park it's like you almost have to hide that you watch South Park. See, it was it was the totally other way around, wasn't it? Yeah, well, each had its its heyday and its low points. I remember when I was at school, uh, was that early nineties? The Simpsons was just huge, mm-hmm. absolutely huge. But you could only get it on on Sky TV, and I think it was on Sky One then. But then there was this big announcement that they moved it to Channel Four, which is terrestrial, and everyone went mad and. But we've already seen them on on the reruns and uh, around other people's houses where we taped them from, and it wasn't a big deal. And I, to be honest, if it's on TV now, I I don't even bother watching it. I I can't remember the last time I actually sat through an episode, and the movie was just a load of guff, wasn't it? It I was disappointed. It wasn't anything special compared to like the Treehouse of Horror things they do. I think that's some of the most clever. Um... Simpsons episodes they make. Yeah, although there's South a Park, new um, there's a new uh, Stephen King book out about a dome going over a village. Yes. So they stole the idea, or he stole their idea. He stole it from <laughs> Simpsons. 
the thing with South Park is the way they make that show, they're able to do very timely episodes. I guess the normal production time for a Simpsons or Family Guy or people are talking about American Dad and some of the other things uh, in the chat room, it, it's hard to do something that's, that's current. But South Park is able to throw together episodes, I guess, within a week or two of something being news. Is that down it. to the animation, though? Because they don't have to draw it cell by cell, do they? I'd imagine that they, they can clip uh, pictures of Cartman in certain positions and drop it onto a background. It's, yeah, I it's think... not like little cutout pieces where it's stop animation where they're just moving it, even though it looks like that. I'd imagine that it's just uh, layers laid upon other layers, laid upon other layers, and there you go. You, you take that picture. Yeah, I think it it's probably is in some way like a, a highly advanced form of stop motion. I mean, it's not the original form that they used to do. It's it definitely looks more computery and and modern. But mm. I, I've heard and, and read places too that it's the turnaround time is so much faster. So I know that people in again in the chat room were talking about uh, um, some of the things with Tom Cruise and Obama and you know things that are are happening in the news that have gotten out there in, in South Park parody form. Right. Did you have a uh, Eat My Shorts shirt or anything like that when you were in the 90s? Because you were a little younger then. Yeah, I, I remember going down to a market in Sidcup and getting hooky Bart Simpson t-shirts from there. Off the same store where we could get Flintstone jeans. <laughs> and everyone had Flintstone jeans and I always wanted Flintstone jeans and I never got Flintstone jeans, and it still upsets me now, slightly. But I, I think they were like Flintstone jeans, just slightly fake, <laughs> just just to cover the the copyright. This uh, past, I guess it was this past week, they had a special anniversary uh, episode of The Simpsons, and they did a a look back. Oh, the, the guy who did Super Size Me, the documentary about eating McDonald's for thirty days in a row. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the host of the retrospective. And the big thing that they talked about was, you get your 3D glasses, we're going to show The Simpsons in 3D. And my kids stayed up to watch watch that. And my son was so upset that the 3D of The Simpsons was like a guy in a, a Homer Simpson costume oh, as okay. opposed to a drawn thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, had, he had his 3D glasses from Monsters vs. Aliens, and he's all excited, and he was definitely disappointed. <laughs> So Simpsons, you gave me a tough night that night. I had to settle my boy down. Sometimes uh, they just lie to you, Jay. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't trust the man. Can I move on to a a, a quick story, if you don't mind? Sure. I think it's one that I sent you earlier on. Sure. Uh, it's the the police get told off for sledging on a riot shield. I don't know if you actually read the uh, the story, but uh, I think uh, I, there was a couple of kids playing in a field, and a load of children came along. Uh, sorry load of kids playing in the field, a load of uh, coppers came along and they mm-hmm. thought they were going to tell the kids to sling their hook. And basically what they did, they laid down their riot shield and they went, wee down the hill and there's video footage of it. And they wouldn't have got caught un- until it got actually put on YouTube by someone who videoed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have to know that's going to happen. Well, yeah, everyone's got a video camera in their phone now, haven't they? So. Yeah. But they had a superintendent, superintendent, Andrew Murray of Oxford City uh, Commander said the snow is a habit of bringing out the child in all of us. 
I have spoken to the officers concerned and reminded them in no uncertain terms that tobogganing on a daily on, on a duty sorry on duty is a very bad idea. What a <laughs> stubborn bastard! You're you're getting on the superintendent. He's not in good spirits enough. Um, see, the police get a bad rap over here, don't they? So, <laughs> I haven't got a problem going down the hill as long as they bring the the sledge back up to the top, which is what you're supposed to do. You're not allowed to walk all the way back up and leave it down there for the next person to drag <laughs> it all the way up. That's not fair. That's out the rules. You have to bring it all the way up to the top. Apart from that, no problems at all. We'll they're they're just showing the... their lighter side, though, aren't they? That's true. We'll put a picture and a link in the show notes, but the picture you sent me, I count at least four policemen. <laughs> One looks like he's pushing the other down the hill. One's cheering. One standing behind. If it was one, I could see one or two guys walking the beat. They're at the top of a hill and look over their shoulder and go, I'll race you to the bottom. And then, you know, carry on in their patrol. This yeah. looks like it was almost an organized little meeting here. Yeah, you know, it could be. Oh, there's a someone, wicked little Someone called in there. a uh, robbery at uh, Bunker Hill. <laughs> send, send riot gear. Unfortunately, we'll be turning up at the top of the hill. And the robber's down the bottom of yeah. the hill, and there's only one way to get down there. Yeah. So one of them had to, you know, asked his uh, cousin, okay, call in and say you think there's a <laughs> some cult armed with s- sticks and rocks at the top of the hill. They're having a secret meeting. <laughs> there's you some want very a, a menacing. Small to come in. There's some very menacing kids down the bottom with snowballs in their hands. Let's go That's... get them. <laughs> You know that's going to end up getting put to music and be another viral video on the internet. It will be, but they they must have known that it would end up on YouTube or other places like that. There was no chance they were not going to get videoed. Silly sods. <laughs> well, I would say uh, this has been a pretty successful first test here of our live broadcasting capabilities. We yeah. still have a couple more people in the chat room. We had Rick call in. Anyone else want to make a quick call? We'll be happy to wait for a sec if you want to give us a ring. We can put some entertaining music on. Well, we can't because it's live. No, we can't, can we? You'll have to sing. Balls. Um, <laughs> uh, no, how about we, we do something else? I... All right. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone else is going to call in at the moment anyway, so no. up yours, guys. And uh, we'll probably catch you on the flip side, I suppose. Yeah, we want to thank you guys who came to chat room and uh, gave us feedback and participated in the show. I, I know it was a little busy, a little hectic. We weren't able to interact as much as we might have been able to, but we will try this again. It seems like it was a bit of a success. Uh, those of you in the chat room, we're releasing episode 38 in about 15, 20 minutes, so you'll be able to catch that. Um, we're still looking for a couple more body parts for the Bombast Human. As you'll hear on episode 38, the deadline is basically next Sunday. So uh, get it to us, please, before episode 40 is released. Mm. And if, spread the uh, word. Let let people know that you heard us live and don't slag us off, please. It was, it was <laughs> just a little test to see if it works. So If you don't like it, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> if you like it, go tell it on the mountain. Yeah, too right. You'll catch some cops yeah. sliding on us. Sledging. Oh. Uh, I do have to say, and again, you'll hear in episode 38 why I'm bringing this up, that the article you sent me yeah. said sledging. Yeah, sledging. Sledging. Not skeeging. 
Not nope. snowboarding. Nope. But sledging. sledging, honey. Sled. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> That's how you roll. Okay. All right. Well, uh, folks not in the chat room, you may want to remember you can catch us on Twitter at SHC1970 or Elton McManus. If you do follow us, if you are following us and don't get the sense we're following you, just send us a, an at reply so we know who you are and we can connect in that way. Yeah. If you've got any uh, news or feedback that you want to send us, then send it to bombastpodcast at gmail.com. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening on iTunes, be sure to see the show notes at bombastpodcast.podbean.com, which is the main site for our show. Yeah. Oh, if so, you're into Lost as well, which starts in uh, half a month, two, three weeks, I suppose, yep. then we have a, a show called Rethinking Lost. You can find that in iTunes under Rethinking Lost, or you can go to rethinkinglost.podbean.com and find everything in there. Basically, our hands are in everything. Yes, lots of fingers, lots of pies. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in a week. Thanks yeah. very much for listening. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm.